Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day you find yourself listening to the NAMI Shattering Stigma podcast. We welcome you and we thank you for giving us a listen today. I am your host for today, Cameron Lawson. I serve as the volunteer and outreach coordinator here at NAMI Montgomery County, PA. In our podcast, Shattering Stigma, we want to interview individuals who are who experience mental health either they are uh, living with a mental health challenge themselves or they uh, uh, have experience in the field of mental health or they have a friend or family member who has a mental health challenge and we just want them to come on and share their stories and, and, and shatter the stigma that surrounds mental health and just let everybody know that you're not alone and that mental health is something that impacts everybody and we just hope that these stories that individuals come on and share will be impactful in your life and help you in some form or fashion. And today we have one of our many volunteers here, uh, Mr. Bill Roberts, and I'm so happy and excited to have him. He is a connections group leader here. He has also been volunteering with NAMI for about five or six years. So I'm just super excited to have you, Mr. Roberts. How are you doing today? Oh, thanks, Bill. Cameron. Thank you for having me. I'm most honored to be here today. Oh, it's a pleasure. So, so Bill, Tell us, you know, how did you get involved with mental health? Like, uh, from your perspective, are you a person who has a mental health challenge or you have friend or family member? Or just tell us from the beginning, when did your journey start uh, with, with, with mental health? Well, from the beginning, I'll give you the abridged version. Uh, I live with bipolar disorder and general, generalized anxiety disorder. It's been a struggle. For those of you unfamiliar uh, with these disorders, many times they emerge in your adolescence and uh, progress to the point where it can be more or, or more difficult to manage. What I found was, uh, as life would have it, uh, people in, say, a sales role uh, do very well if they are willing to work themselves to death, like a bipolar person as a tendency to strive for perfection. Uh, I think that what I found was I could no longer continue down a road where there was no rest, there was no balance, and there was no joy. And at the time, my partner, my spouse, decided she no longer wanted to have any part of our relationship. This is so, so <clears throat> and I don't mean to cut you off. No, so please. You're saying... <clears throat> Uh, did, did your um, did your mental health disorders did they start in your youth or or, or did they when they were adults? Oh, it was progressive. Okay, okay. To the point where it was not manageable. Yeah. Okay. And I had to basically restart, and it took some time, and it took a village, it took a lot of people, and that's where my family got involved with NAMI chapters in New Jersey. So, what age did you start to experience symptoms? In hindsight, I saw them start probably late high school into college. I mean, there's environmental factors that play a yeah. role. Uh, it's not at all. It's a combination of genetics and and your environment. Yeah. And so there may be cases where you have a proclivity toward one or the other, or where it, it 
you know, in the world of mental health, the bigger picture is, does this illness or disorder impact the quality, your ability to live your daily lives, to live your best life? If the answer is it does not, then that redefines the, the whole dynamic. It's when you no longer can function and enjoy your life and find joy and, and where self-care has been absent, where it's substituted with isolation and desperation. And, and you have to find hope. Yeah. Uh, without hope and personal responsibility and education, understanding that stigma is so damaging to all those around you and, and in the, the behavioral health field, you also find that self-advocacy in a disjoint mental health system. If you break a leg, you get treated regardless, but if, if they can't see a physical injury, yeah. you struggle in pain. You have to self-advocate. You have to take notes. You have to do things to promote your own well-being and happiness yeah. and find joy. Yeah. And last but not least, you need to find support. Yeah. And now they offer support groups. Yeah, it's 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 a challenge. Sure, to acknowledge there's a problem because it's become somewhat obvious. Mm. It's even a bigger challenge. Is to find hope. Yeah, and and recognize that giving back frequently provides the hope in a way you don't expect. Certainly. So, when. Once you started to um, experience symptoms in late high school, what what, what was the first? Uh, just in case someone out there is maybe you know experiencing or think they're experiencing symptoms, like what what was the first sign for you as, as your your bill? You're in your late high school or early college, and you've been functioning as you used to, and then all of a sudden something changes, or, or what, what 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 was your experience like? In a word, fear. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be almost invisible. Yeah. Uh, I can still remember sitting in a classroom and having honor roll read off one year, and I was mortified. They read off the names of the people who were performing. And I would have teachers would come up and say, well, I didn't know you were smart. Yeah. Well, I didn't want you to know. Yeah. I, I didn't want attention. I didn't want... I sought just to be invisible, hmm. and and that's and I'm not saying you should be out there showing off or, or looking bragging. You just it was like a Jude the obscure person, persona non grata, invisible. Yeah, and you know there were some other issues involved. I mean, I have a, a lifelong commitment to <laughs> volunteering in the food pantries and with hunger issues and things and. There are other causes that are run real personal to me. Yes, things yes. were rough from a long time for a yeah. period, and I think one of the things that I found most challenging was was changing environments. So I, I went from a high school environment, which was pretty modest, not unusual like most people, to a school that was very academic and had a lot of very wealthy people. Mm -hmm. So it was a constant changing of years. Yeah. And, and trying to fit in in an environment where you, you couldn't make, be mainstream, but fit in. So you feel 
further isolation. Hmm. And, and this grows over time because when you move away to a school, you're, you become more distant from your family and you start to branch out on your own. And you start to feel more pressures as far as, well, what are you going to do next? And people, yeah. well, you're going to be done with school. And where are you going? And, yeah. you know, looking back, I don't know how many of you knew at 18 what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah. You just, you know, everyone, when I went through the, the uh, college system, it was, uh, it's mental push-ups. Yeah. You, know, you do your thing, you get out, and you'll, you'll get hired. And at the time, yeah. I went ahead and got no management program and got this job that was supposed to be so wonderful and I, I just it, it just didn't fit yeah um, I lacked some social skills that were you know in my mind it was more political skills than anything yeah. else yeah I was always pretty instantly and pretty transparent yeah yeah um, you know it it was just struggles that brought out the weakest points and yeah. and caused stress and anxiety levels yeah that really limited your ability to reason your way through mm. so you would just get things done yeah but it it was a matter of how you're perceived yeah. not where you, necessarily where your heart was yeah so so let me you know let me get this uh, uh right you, you said you started to to start to when you started to feel or notice something changing you wanted to isolate yourself and, and, and even the, the, the pressures and the environment change and all those things further made you want to isolate yourself even more. And then and then on top of that, you're trying to deal, you know, with, 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 with this mental health challenge that, that, you're, that you're starting to develop. And then there's the regular pressures of life and adolescenthood coming up. You know, you're graduating high school. What are you going to do with, with the rest of your life? Those questions on, on, on top of that are further compounding things for you and 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 i i completely hear that and i think that is so understandable for anyone or 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 even just you know the youth now it's already you know a mentally taxing situation when you're graduating high school and trying to figure out what you're going to do next and then to have to figure out a, a mental health challenge on top of that uh you know and then like you talked about the stigma you know you did not want you know you, you don't want to tell anybody because you don't want to be judged and you have teachers who, who know about it who are saying things like you know i didn't know you were smart you know and, and that those comments and things are so so unfortunate and, and not you know don't want you don't make you want to you know be forthcoming at all so i i completely understand i think that's so uh relatable to to anyone uh who, who's experiencing this so so when you when you started to feel these things did, did you were there resources available or what what did what what um did you did you when you finally did turn to someone and, and say something what around what age was that and what and what where was your first turn for for resource and for help one i turned too late yeah uh, i was in denial yeah as were everyone around me that there was a problem yes sir I unfortunately found myself having gone through a couple of jobs that I did financially well. I ended up in a 100% commission role in a market, let's just say it was outside sales, and you could never earn enough. And I ended up losing, you know, working all night long, hours and weekends, and all kinds of things that basically resulted in, in my collapse. Mm. 
you know, it was unfortunate. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it was compounded by a couple of factors. One, I came from a, not a broken home, and I did not want that for my son. Yeah. And that was a driver for me to push harder and harder, but without the self-care, mm. without the support, without the recognition of what was going on, I didn't get the care I needed. In fact, yeah. I got the opposite. Yeah. I got care that actually pointed me in the wrong direction. Mm. I'm responsible. That's not the issue. But I didn't have the support yeah. that you know, NAMI provides and the awareness of the support of the family. And, and the community that's out there in, in terms of wellness and, and all the options. I, I mean, right now there's the Wellness Recovery Action Plan. And in short, I'm just going to zero in on the wellness toolbox. What do you do when you're happy? Yeah. Write it down. When you're unhappy, yeah. you got a list. Hmm. Yeah, it's hokey. It works. Yeah. And now I'm a, I'm a trainer. Yeah. Uh, through the Copeland Center. Yeah. For those of you unfamiliar with it, it's a tremendous organization founded by Marilyn Copeland that provides all kinds of wellness training and tools. But there's so many programs out there today that you have to know where to go, where your mm -hmm. resources are, and, and you have to really ask for help. And the stigma component, I just I wish I could say it was gone. It's not. Hmm. I mean, listen to the news. All you hear about are all these people with disorders. Well, most of the disorder people are nonviolent. But you hmm. hear about everyone that is. I don't say most. I think it's it's unfair to use that the, the stigma of violence with people with mental illness. Yeah, there are people yeah. who struggle with depression all the time. Yeah, they're not violent. Yeah, they they need help. Yeah, and and some kindness. Yeah, and and you know, really you get right down to it. That's what the world I always say could use a little more. Be, we'll be a little more kinder to one another. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you're saying, uh, you know, there's all these resources out here mm -hmm. now, and we're still surrounded by stigma. You know, I, I can't imagine, you know, uh, it, you know what it was like back then, you know, uh, and I don't want to age you at mm -hmm. all. Not at all. Fine wine. I couldn't, you know, imagine you know, the stigma was like back then when there aren't these, there aren't, you know, a lot of resources. There aren't, you know, things like the Copeland Center and, and places like, you know, NAMI are, or, you know, not on the forefront of things yet. Um, you know, um, so, so where, where did you, you said you sought help too late, but where was the first place that you, you went to for uh, help and turned to, 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 did you turn to anybody or what was that, what was that experience like? Well, hey. My lived experience is this. After my episode and struggles, mm -hmm. I found the system's solution was to medicate. Yeah. To the point where you really had no cognitive yeah. ability to move on with your life and progress. Yeah. Took 10 years of my life to mm -hmm. find the right help, the right care, the right doctors. Yeah. And it was a battle. Yeah. And I have that core now. Yeah. And then I went over and was blessed to meet a number of people, inclusive of uh, Lamont Johnson over at, he's a certified peer specialist 
at central behavioral health in Norristown. Hmm. And then things started to turn around. Yeah. Uh, I began my journey as far as entering the field. Yeah. Uh, by becoming a certified peer specialist myself in Montgomery County. I'm also a certified recovery specialist. Wow. I'm a, a rap, a well, not a, not a rocker, uh, a wellness recovery action plan trainer. Yeah. I pursued all of the grants that were available for training COVID to me, as bad as it was overall to a lot of people, was an opportunity to retool, see what can I do to help people hmm. afflicted with the same disorders or similar ones. Wow, and that's that's amazing that you were able to meet Mr. Lamont Johnson, who ended up being a, a CPS, a certified peer specialist for you, and, and then he makes such an impact on your life and helping you that, you know, you decide to turn around and start helping others by becoming a certified peer specialist yourself. Like, that, that, that that's amazing. So here you are, you know, you're, you're seeking help, trying to, to, to better yourself. You get be through Lamont Johnson and, and, and your doctors and this great support system that you have. Once you get yourself well, you don't just, you didn't, Mr. Roberts, say, hey, you know, I'm good and I'm, and I'm doing well and I'm just going to, live for me, you turned around and you said, hey, you know, like, I want to help people who may be experiencing the same struggles. And I want to help uh, inspire others and let them know, hey, you can do this, man. And that's what you're doing. And that, and that is so amazing and, and, and such an inspiring thing, you know. First off, you know, from what you just said, like, hey, if you are a person who's living with, with bipolar disorder and anxiety, like, there's hope for you. You can get better. You can have a support system. You can, with the help of your doctors, with the help of a therapist, and maybe a certified peer specialist or whatever you need uh, to, to make yourself well and build that support system that, have, that it's, it's possible. You know, it's, it's possible. And, and, and how long have you, have you been being, being a, a certified peer specialist for? I'm, I'm relatively new yeah. to the certification. I've been uh, here with NAMI as a, a lead in the NAMI Connections Group for well, December of 2020. Yeah. And I've been a member for a number of years before other groups. I think it just naturally grew from there. Yeah. I mean, NAMI was an, an excellent opportunity to help yourself by helping others. Wow, wow. And service. So, where, where, what NAMI did you get connected to, and, and how did how did your your, your experience with NAMI uh, start? It started through my family yeah. in in New Jersey, and they were in Warren, Sussex County, and they were um, very much involved with their programs on the family side, which bled over to the consumer, the individual. Yeah, and when I reached the point where. I was curious. I attended some of their meetings and what yeah. they were doing. I sought out NAMI here in Montgomery County. Unbeknownst to me how fortunate I am to live in Montgomery County because uh, even the adjacent counties, no one has committed the amount of resources on the behavioral health side for all these programs, uh, for all these, they call it the, the, you know, the carve out, the cutout, where the county has taken the funding allocation for behavioral health is dividing it among the providers. Yeah. And I became very uh, active on the um, uh, CSP, it's the uh, Consumer uh, Support Program, Hmm. 
Hmm. with her ad advocacy group. And we would talk about a number of things, the trips to Harrisburg and all the issues uh, facing mental health, ever from the police side and how people are treated in their interactions straight on hmm. through to you know, what programs and what's happening over at the Norristown, the former of the hospital, Norristown State Hospital. Uh, we were very much in tune with all the new initiatives that were going on in the county. Yeah. And the, the beauty of the system was, uh, uh, we're there and we're with all these really, really bright, uh, gifted people who've been in, in this field most of their lives, some of them, including the, the people in the county running the mental and behavioral health areas. People like uh, Pam Howard and Tracy Ripper Thomas, mm. who have just done a terrific job, and they'd say, what do you think? And you had to stop for a second. You mean, you look to your left, you look to your right, you're talking to me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I had the honor and privilege of handing out some awards recently at the uh, CSP award conference. And just so, so for people who aren't familiar, uh, CSP, is, is, you said, is an advocacy group. So, Well, I was on the advocacy committee. It's, okay. It's the, uh, CSP is the uh, 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 consumer support program for the okay. county. Okay. And what, what exactly do they do for those who aren't, aren't familiar? CSP does? Well, they, okay, they're uh, a, a group that's, it's, a fiduciary group tied to HopeWorks, which okay. is an outreach, and they, they do any number of surveying and work for the county. Okay. Uh, they, in turn, have this group to try to bring and coordinate the efforts of the providers, the service providers mm -hmm. in the county. Wow. And the county comes out and brings speakers, and we've met for years and during COVID, it was virtual. And we work together to try to advocate for solutions to challenges. You know, given the budgetary limits, how do we effectively get the, the most benefit from the dollars that are available? Yeah. And it's, it's brought a lot of interactions that have, in, in my humble opinion, resulted in a terrific improvement and enhancement to an already high quality system. Yeah. Wow. That that is that is amazing. It sounds like you have been a, a trailblazer on the on, in the mental health field in Montgomery County, helping to 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 forward a, a lot of initiatives and, and helping to 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 make this county what it is in, in regards to mental health. So you know uh, you know I mean th that that's amazing that that you're doing those things and, and have been a helpful note. Well, I I wish that were true. <laughs> there are so many people. Uh, Mike Nelson over CIC. Yes, yes. Jason Matlack yes. CIC. Robin Campbell. Yes. They introduced RAP and, and many programs to quite a few people. Yeah. Uh, when you, you start to look around at all of the players who've been focused on helping over the years, I owe so much gratitude to all those people. I mean, there's people uh, like Kathy Laws who has been just a, a just a tremendous volunteer and advocate for youth and, and transition age youth. Yeah. Uh, there's people, Erin Townsend, over in the uh, Department of Health and Human Services that has shed light on some of the challenges in this yeah. county yeah. and where to focus our time, where the, the rescue money, the ARPA grant money from the federal government is now being distributed. 
and I think we're going to see some wonderful things open up in this field. Wow, that 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 is amazing. So once you started uh, getting in, involved here at NAMI, um, Montgomery County, what 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 did you start when you first made the call here to Montgomery County? What what group did you start going to, or where did you attend a group, or, or how? What, what I happened? attended a group that uh, met quite regularly at the Jeans Library. Okay. And in I Lafayette went, Hill. Uh, we we were there together for yes. one. Yes. Yes. And it was uh, just an introduction, and at first you you stop and you think, well, I'll try this, and I'll try that, and there's yeah. all unbeknownst to me, now more than ever. There's all different groups on all the time. Yeah. So this was whoever happened to be there getting together at one time. We're yeah. all looking at each other. It's like the first day of school. Yeah, yeah. You don't know who's going to be the smart guy, yeah, who's yeah. going to be the clown. You're sitting there and you're like, and then a strange thing happens along the way. You start creating this family. Hmm. And you start to say, oh, well, so this Joe maybe has this issue or that issue. and Let's hear him out. Yeah. And sooner or later, the patience and kindness pays off tremendous dividends, hmm. both in your heart, you feel it, in your mind, you see it, and you start becoming a kinder person. Yeah. Not that you weren't kind before, but you really take the time to listen, and, and you see that you know, you're not the expert in anybody else, you're not even the expert on yourself. Yeah. And just like a teenager, when they're going to town, they know everything. They, a lot of times it's fear, they don't know anything. Yeah. They know where they have to go and what they have to do, they'll have the answer. You give them a chance to verbalize and get it out of their system. Yeah. And then you can say, how can I support you? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, is, that is amazing. That is amazing that you had that experience at, at NAMI Connections. And I can speak to this having gone to your group. It is like a family, you guys support each other, you guys uh, care for each other and, and it's genuine and that's what we hope that everyone feels at, at any NAMI all across the nation or even Pennsylvania especially here at our affiliate Montgomery County when you come to one of our groups whether it be a connection group or a family support group we want you to feel uh, first at, at home you know like this is a place where it is going to be stigma free it is going to be judgment free you are in a place where there are individuals who are relate relatable to you their experiences are, are some of the same experiences that you may be having and you know so the first thing you feel when you walk into a NAMI group is that you're not alone you know this that you are not alone you are here with individuals who are experiencing and having the same experience that you are having and sharing their stories openly the same struggles that that before you came to this group you thought you may have thought you were alone and they're having the same struggles they're having those the, those same experiences and you just start to garner hope and you just start to 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 feel a relief that you are not alone and that there's people who understand you and usually and all the time when you come to a NAMI group uh, uh, here at NAMI in Montgomery County, as you know, if you've listened to our intro episode, everyone here has lived experience. So if you come to a connections group, your connections group leader is going to be someone 
who has the mental health challenge, who has achieved what we call recovery, meaning just as Bill talked about, they're they're with their doctors and and have that good support system. They 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 understand managing their symptoms really well. They understand themselves and and, and all of those things. And now because they're in this really great place, they have turned and said, you know what, I want to help individuals who may be in the same circumstances that I was in uh, a few years ago or what have you. And and, and that's exactly what's going on in our groups. And the same thing with a family support group. They have a family member who has a mental health challenge in the same way that you do, and their family member has 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 achieved recovery. They're using their support system, maybe on their medication uh, regimen properly, and and and, 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 and with their doctor, collaborative care, along with their doctors, therapists, and family are doing really well, and they want to to help others do the same way. So so that. That is amazing that you had that experience from the NAMI Connections group. And like you said, your heart started growing and you saw it with your mind and your eyes. And, and that's just an amazing thing. And, and we want everyone to feel that uh, when they come to a NAMI Connections group. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And, and again, I, I just think that it's, so, it's worth noting that in Montgomery County, there is such a commitment to training. And the certified peer specialist, as well as the certified recovery specialist, yeah. many of those us that are program leads also have these certificates yeah. through the Pennsylvania Certification Board. Yeah. And some of the things that this taps, in, and this all comes clear, it supplements every part of these calls, is the focus on hope, focus on choices, you have options, mm-hmm. not what you should do. And, you know, if you can use Google, you can get options. Yeah, yeah. Empowerment. Just, you're not helpless. Yeah. We encourage you and nurture choices. Probably one of the biggest takeaways I, I found was recovery environment. It's so important. If you go back to the same place that brought out the worst in your disorders, in your illness, what do you think will happen with your success or failure? The other pieces of the, of the puzzle, spirituality, meaning, and purpose. Yeah. Without that, you're going to have issues. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a multi-pillared structure. Yeah. And, and recovery is not linear. There are different pathways for everyone. There is no clear path. Yes, yes. Tolerance, acceptance, working together toward a plateau or a place where you can live your best life. Use the talents you have. Hmm. And, and on that note, I, I want to credit uh, Michael Runningwolf from RI International. He's the training group of my CPS class. And he shared with some, me something that I use almost every call, that's particularly with new people. The definition um, of recovery. A recovery is remembering who you are and using all your strengths to become all you were meant to be. Wow. Wow, that 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 is amazing and so inspiring. Uh, Bill, thank you so much for coming on today. 
Um, and, and for anyone who, who, after hearing your 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 testimony and your story about uh, your your life and NAMI Connections, you're currently in the NAMI Connections group, and it still meets at the William Jeans Library. How often is that? If anybody's interested, well, I'm, I'm on on a virtual call for those of you who are interested in on Zoom on the first Monday of the month at 10 a.m. to 11:30. I also am on at seven to the 8.30 on the second and fourth Tuesdays. Uh, you'll find we have a little family and a following, uh, but all are welcome. Uh, certain calls are geared for older, younger ages, but we basically, everybody's welcome. It's a mix. And I think everyone walks away uh, having gotten something out of it. And I, I think one other piece that I share recalled in a parting note is you define your success. Yeah. Take control of what your success is. Every morning, and this is compliments of uh, my good friend Mike Nelson at CIC, I make my bed every morning. As soon as I get up, get back in at beds for sleeping. I make my bed, it's, it's not military me, but it looks pretty good. When I come back at the end of the day, I go back in that room, I feel good, my room looks great. It's the biggest thing in my room. I'm a success. Yeah. I wish you all the same feeling of success. Wow, wow. Thank you so much, Mr. Bill Roberts. And thank you all for listening to the NAMI Shattering Stigma podcast. We hope that Mr. Bill Roberts' story has been impactful to you. We hope that it has been inspiring to you. And if you are anywhere and you are impacted by mental health and you don't know where to go, we hope, and you're in Montgomery County, if you're not in Montgomery County, pick up your phone or go to Google and find your closest NAMI office uh, and, and let us help you. If you don't, if, if, even if you don't, uh, cannot uh, use the resources that NAMI's offer, we're going to point you in the right direction in, in your county, in your state, to where you can get the resources that that, 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 that you need. And, 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 and probably, most likely, our NAMI uh, programs will be helpful to you. Once again, thank you so much, and we hope this has shattered some stigma that you may have had of what it looks like to have a mental health challenge. We just heard from Mr. Bill Roberts, who, 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 who has a mental health challenge, who, who was managing it well, who was turned who after managing well, has turned back and decided to help people. And we just hope that his story has been inspiring to you. And thank you all so much today for 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 listening to the Shattering Stigma podcast. And and please do us a favor. If you liked what you heard today, like, subscribe, and share uh, this podcast. That's the way it gets more out out there uh, to more people. So like, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend about the NAMI Shattering Stigma podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day.